Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. From the director of The Mask, Mason. Oh, my God. Comes the 2002 spin-off. Wait, and Eraser? And the movie Eraser. The long-forgotten Arnold Schwarzenegger film Eraser? The one where he shoots an alligator and he goes, bang, bang. Your you're, luggage. You've been shot. Oh, what? Is that? Uh, yeah. we, we Maybe you've seen different versions of that movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Bang, bang. My gun's got bullets and now those bullets are in your alligator body. You're endangered and I don't care. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. This movie marks my decline. Well, you know, because that was, I feel mm. like, Arnold peaked at True Lies, I feel. That movie should right? have been called Big Guns That Shoot that See and Shoot Through Walls, <laughs> is what it should have been called. Because yeah. it's, it's about a guy who erases people's identities, but nobody remembers that bit. They remember the bit where he shoots the alligator, and they remember the big rail guns that shoot through walls. Exactly. Well, uh, it's funny, though, because as Arnold was on the decline and then going into politics, there mm. was a new star on the rise yes. who got his start in movies in a movie that we've talked about called The Mummy Is Back. Oh, yes. Uh, a minor role, and then he turns up as a CGI scorpion man at the end. Mm. We've talked about it. Oh, this is Caravan of Garbage. Leave a like, because this week, uh, The Rock, of course, is heading back to Egypt in cinemas. But it's not his first trip to Egypt, Mason. Oh, my God. Did he go on a Contiki tour? <laughs> no, Mason. Do places other than Australia have Contiki tours? I I don't know. Do, do other countries other than ours have a trail of drunken mayhem throughout <laughs> foreign nations on a Contiki tour? No doubt. Mm. Uh, so this time around, of course, he's getting his own big spin-off movie. Mm. He got a record amount of money for it, which we'll talk about later. And a record amount of ponytail. <laughs> That's true. How do you feel about The Rock? It never that? comes out as well. I, I wanted yeah. The entire time I wanted to see him take the ponytail out and just have a big... It's a big high forehead mane, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, you know, maybe in the sequel or reboot to this, which maybe. we will talk about. So uh, actually, um, this feels right because after initial edits, this movie was 70 minutes long and they went, oh, we're going to have to shoot some more movie for this, we oh, think. yeah? Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of this doesn't feel like a movie. It just feels like some tarps in the desert. Oh, you think? Yeah. A lot of like... Because this, to, to, for people who don't know, which is everyone except us, but soon everyone, after I finish this sentence. This is the first time I've seen this movie. Yes. Because we've seen The Mummy and The Mummy Returns mm -hmm. and loved one of them. Yeah. But I never saw this when it came out Same, in cinemas. Yeah. And I'll tell you why I think. Mm. I think it's because the CGI rock scorpion king in the previous movie was so atrocious that I'm like, this cannot possibly be good, even though I love The Mummy. Yeah. And so I just didn't see it. Mm. But I think if I were... If I were 15 when this came out and I saw it, mm. or even the age I was when it came out in 2002, 16, 
Uh, I would have loved this, I think. I don't know, I thought man. it was fun. I kind of I... thought this was fun. It's Conan the Barbarian Light. Yes, but that's what I don't like okay. about it. And I feel like, you know, there's... There's things like at the start. He's got a, he's got a human friend and a camel friend. Yeah, he's got, it's wanna, pretty fun, isn't some, it? I got some camel facts, Mason. Okay, good. You know the start like before he busts in to beat up Sabretooth and his mates. Mm-hmm. Like he's carrying that big rock up. Yes. And then he throws the rock and he and he jumps through and the thing. And he's the rock. And he's the rock. And then he shoots the arrows and the guys like fly out of the building yeah. and whatever. All and right, that did not seem promising initially. Well, just all of that, it's like... I think that's the worst action sequence in the movie, but I think it gets better. Yeah, but he's Indiana Jones and Rick O'Connell, yes. except he's, he's invincible and immortal and he's the biggest man in the movie. It's like he ate them both. It's, it's like, like he, it's like them he both. Kirby'd them both. It's just boring though. And I feel like also there's no ambiguity to him. And... You know, if we're talking about the continuity of the Mummy franchise, Mason... I know, you've built a timeline of something. I have, which okay. we will get into as well. There's, like, he, he eventually turns into, a, like, an evil warlord and eats mm-hmm. a gooey scorpion. Oh, and yes, we know sure. that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then he comes back as an immortal being and et cetera and so forth. But none of this leads into that at all. But we it's like, so- oh, is he going to be a good guy? Oh, is he going to shoot the guy who's going to cut the kid's hand off or a different guy? Who's he going to shoot? Oh, no. Yeah, but James, obviously his character and also the actor that, that plays him is going to change over the course of five to eight <laughs> Scorpion King sequels, which I don't think we're going to get to, right? No, I don't think so. There's going to be some circumstances that make him go evil, but I thought of... The, I, you, know what, you know what I enjoy about this is that he is playing a character that he is pretty much abandoned, you know, for the last, probably the last decade, which is a character who is willing to take some hits over the course of that the movie. That is true. Like, he's not a character who's completely invulnerable and he's just a steamroller. Yeah. And he, and he knocks everybody out of the way with absolutely no problems, which apparently people love because they're the movies that do the best box office for him. But I think it's more interesting when he is a guy who, who'll, who will, you know, get knocked off his camel from time to time. I will say that, yeah. I think the physicality that he brings to this as a guy this size, moving mm-hmm. that quick, and obviously he's got a background in wrestling where, you know, so he can do all of that. On top of, he's just very charismatic. Yes. So that's what gets this movie through. Mm-hmm. Because other than that, I don't think there's actually a lot going on here that is very good or interesting. Okay. Do you like the movie Conan the Barbarian? Yeah, yeah sure. All right. Yeah, but this is, I'm like, this isn't that really, yeah. is it? Mm. It's like mostly bloodless. And yeah, I know what they're going for here. Like you mentioned, it's it's Conan light. It's basically the same story, <laughs> you know, essentially. But look, I love his big flips and jumps though. He flips onto a table at one point and that's cool. Yeah. He flips onto his feet. Remember that bit where he flips up onto his feet at the end? I do. And he everybody goes, wow, real. you flipped up on your feet that's for hard. real. That's hard to do. That's mm. hard to do. But I don't know, like other things, it's just, it feels very underwhelming. Like, you know, when there's the big sandstorm. Oh yes. And it's just, and we saw a big sandstorm in The Mummy and it had a big face in it and there was an <laughs> aeroplane and it was crazy. Oh yeah. Whereas this, it's just like... This had a big face in it, the rock's face. Yeah, that's true. I also feel like they... And cu- planes weren't invented yet. Yes, you're right, you're right. But I also So f- that would be a continuity area. If you got what you wanted, which is a big plane coming out of the, out of the sand... You make like a big whirly gig somebody could have had a contraption. Whirly, they could have got Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah, I don't care when this is set. Just bring in Leonardo da Vinci, it's fine. I'm calling it an auto-gyro, yeah. you could say. I'm British. A weird big hot air flying machine. Yeah, you know, hell that's yeah. Fine. Like they had in The Mummy Returns, I guess. Yeah, but I think what's interesting about this movie compared to how we see him now, it looks like they used to cast bigger around him. 
He doesn't oh, look yeah. like that much bigger than everybody else. And some people, it's like, yeah, he's about the same size as Michael Clark Duncan, R.I.P. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, in the newer movies, he's a foot taller than literally everybody. <laughs> yeah. They're casting small around him. And he's a big guy, obviously. Or is that, or is he, or does he demand that everybody else in Hollywood get the boxes removed from under their feet? <laughs> Maybe that's it, yeah. I think a lot of Hollywood stars are, you know, they're, yeah. they're standing on those on those uh, shoe boxes, you know. Well, I was actually looking up his height and it's currently uh, registered on... It's currently? It's currently registered at <laughs> Do you six... Think you got that, that leg lengthening search. No, right? everybody lies. Like Jason Statham is like five foot three. Right. Right. But, it, you know, but he's and always. Wide. Uh, and he's wide. Five foot well. three wide. And The Rock is apparently six five, though in this on IMDb, he's listed as six three. So, you know, make of that what, what you will. Do you think Do you think he's so enmuscled his feet that they've gotten bigger? Like the oh, soles like of the his soles feet of have his gotten feet. bigger? Yeah, maybe. Maybe mm. you're right. Tell you what though, there's a there's a there's a sorcery in this. Yes. And if there's one thing that The Rock loves doing in this movie, it's busting into a room where there's a bunch of sexy ladies. Sure. And they're like, "Who's this?" This was a banner year, I think, for Playboy Playmates getting <laughs> getting uh, sort of brief roles. Absolutely. And brief costumes, I must say. True. Yeah. I mean, cr- credit to Kelly who is the sorcerer who had to do all the action sequences that The Rock sidekick had to do. Wearing no pants. <laughs> it's true, it yeah. must have been awkward. And it Sandy. Yeah. And it's also got the same uh, trope that we saw Jane Seymour's character have from... Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. Doctor, no, that James Bond movie she's in. What's the one? Live and Let Die. Yeah. Where she's got future seeing powers unless you have sex with her and then they go away, which is a, which is a very strange trope. And I guess to this movie's credit at the end, she's just like, nah, I made that up. <laughs> that wasn't true, actually. Mm. Yeah, that's not very cool. She just didn't want to side with the bad guy, whatever his name is. That guy who's like, he can catch an arrow, but sometimes, I tell you what, Mason, and you, he can't, can't. you can't catch an arrow. Because he's puffed. <laughs> yeah, at the end, he was puffed. And he fires a big arrow. He spent a- years catching those and blocking those arrows and catching those arrows, but at the end, it's like, you know what, actually, I'm puffed. I'm going to let this one go through to the key. And by keeper, I mean my heart. Do you think it's a situation where also, sure, you can catch an arrow in a controlled environment. Mm. When you've got the rock who will shoot an arrow and a man will fly 400 feet. That's right. That's a different situation for catching an arrow. It's a different kettle of Egyptian fish as far <laughs> as I'm concerned. I thought Stephen Brand, is, is his name is Memnon. Memnon the Warlord. Yep. I think that was. I think he was. I think he was well cast. He's suitably menacing, but not like over the top. Yep. I liked uh, our favourite uh, Peter Facinelli mm-hmm. as his uh, as his uh, spoiled rich kid son. You will know him as Carlisle from Twilight. I also know him as the bully from Can't Hardly Wait. Of course. Yeah. Uh, Michael Clark Duncan. You mentioned. Ah, oh, just all the great. Just to die for. Just to cast. die for. Absolutely. Just a bunch of snakes that are real snakes, and then they're CGI snakes. Mm-hmm. God damn, man! I was like, look at these snakes. Look how they're changing from CGI to real snakes. Mm. Uh, Mason, but the real star of this, and you mentioned it briefly. All that what we're talking about is fine, and etc. And all these wonderful people. But I love, I, I love the camel situation. I love the play that camels get yes. in this movie. Now, apparently, he rode two camels. Okay. Uh, it's the same camel in the movie, mm-hmm. right? But one of them was was old and wild and awesome and really kind and the other one was young and awful so I see. <laughs> right. just a young buck that wouldn't want to play by the rules like a young rock that's what I'm saying yeah, whoa so they also mentioned that he likes camels because uh, even though horses are faster camels are smarter so I looked into this it's camel facts time everybody that's right yay <laughs> so horses can run at 55 miles per hour or 88 kilometers uh, camels can only run at 40. Or 65 kilometers per hour. Same. But here's the thing. Camels are faster in the desert because they're built for it. They've got those padded feet for mm, it, Mason. And they're better at a, a Rubik's Cube. That's true. They're mm. also uh, better in extreme... Because of all those puzzles in, like, pyramids and stuff. Of course, yeah. yeah they yeah. always have to slide a block to get to it, mm, whatever, don't correct, they? Yes. 
Uh, they're also better in extreme elements, hot or cold. I see. A horse will fall apart like a piece of shit, mate. Mm-hmm. Camels are having a great time. Camels can also carry more than horses and survive longer, as mentioned, without food or water because mm. of their humps. If you've got two humps, if you're a two-hump camel, Mason, yes. say you're a two-hump camel, Go does on. that mean you've got twice the capacity to store things? That's a great like, question. Is it like having two backpacks filled with water and I, food? I think safe to say it is, yes. Great. And terrific. snackies, little snackies. Mm, that's true. Mm. I've a read, power bar. <laughs> yes. I rode a camel once. Did you know that? No. I don't think I can find the footage, but I did once. Okay. They get up backwards. They get up. Here's flipping. an artist's rendering. <laughs> We paid, we paid well for that, didn't we? I bet. Yeah. Uh, also, the other thing is, as mentioned, in terms of IQ or EQ, oh. which is what it is for animals, apparently, camels have an EQ of 1.3, which signifies above average intelligence, while horses have an EQ of 0.9. Oh. So if you're a big horse fan out there, your horse is dumb as shit, mate. That's right. A camel could beat your horse at a Rubik's Cube. That's probably true. That being said, and maybe you have this as part of Green Trivia, uh, the camels did not get a shout out in the Jordan Peele movie Nope, but the horses did. That's true. Mm. And here's an interesting fact, a last one to, to end on, ties into what you said. Do camels forgive? Great question. Do you know the answer yes. to that? Oh. <laughs> that wasn't like an existential question. I, oh. have, I have the answers. Oh, cr- terrific. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You've probably heard this, or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size, and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less. Close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind, so you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow, all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, 
Whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother Or... Sales. I definitely prefer... Don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effect. What am I doing, by the way? Why is this happening in the video? I don't know. It's fun facts about camels. Okay. We don't see that many camels around, you know? It's true. There's a bunch of wild camels. They're unknowable. <laughs> you look in their eyes, you're like, what's going on with that guy? Is that camel going to bite me? Mm. Yeah, maybe. Whoa. <laughs> uh, so if there was one animal that never forgives or forgets, apparently it's the camel. They have good memories and can hold a grudge against people who harm them. Wow, just like a magpie. Just like a magpie or a camel that got pecked by a magpie. Wow. That's uh, the circle of life. And there's a joke in this. Do you remember he's got a little sidekick, right? Mm-hmm, sure. There's a joke in this where we, we catch the tail end of it and he says, it's not the size of the hump, it's the motion of the camel. Mm. And that's obviously a play on like a, a famous phrase, Mason, for sure. sex. Mm. For sex, Mason. Oh, yes. So I looked up this joke. I'm like, what is the rest of this joke? There isn't one. Well, that, it's nothing, yeah. yeah. I looked far and wide. I, look at jo- I looked at jokes.com. Oh, sure. I well. looked at jokes.com.au, wow. the Australian version of the site. Did you look at rudejokes.com.au? <laughs> I didn't, know. Mm, that might have been there. <laughs> I think that's just Rodney Rude Desert I think that's Rodney Rude's promotional website, mm, actually. That's right. Yeah. Famous Australian comedian. Um, I got a friend who loves Rodney Rude. He's always like he's always like, you know how Rodney Rude said this? And I'm like, I don't know. Mm. I don't, because I'm not from nineteen seventy three. And we're the same age, so why do you know that? Right. Why do you know so much about Rodney Rude? 
Watch a new comedian. It's because his dad's got a man cave in his garage. and Yeah, his dad sucks also. What, what am I doing, Mason? I don't know. This is a real guy I'm talking you about. You don't see this guy very often. He's unknowable. <laughs> you look in his eyes and you're like, what's going on Is he going to bite me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The end battle, though. Yes. I'll give it this. Mm-hmm. The sorceress in this doesn't end up fighting like another woman. Yes. Often these movies end where there's a female henchman and she fights the, the main henchman It's a real well. catfight situation. It's a real yeah. catfight situation. It happens in the second Mummy. It probably happens in another one of the Mummy movies. Or probably Scorpion happens in a Scorpion King, King sequel, sequel, yes. Or prequel. Uh, but there is a moment where... This movie's defying expectations all over the place. I don't know why you like it. You don't like it that it's much. It's just not very interesting, all Mason. Right, all right. Uh, but, there is a, but she does have it like a brief little action sequence and then she just gets thrown on a table and smashes her head on a rock. She does. Which is there. And I was like, ooh... Nobody's coming back from that. This is an era where you you can't get an MRI and you'll die now because mm-hmm. you've just got a fracture in your skull. Yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. But, like, the whole time watching this, I'm like, what is the timeline of this in relation to the other Scorpion King okay. movies mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. The Mummy Returns? Sure. And it turns out that this is set 10 years before The Rock eats the gooey scorpion in The Mummy Returns. Okay, sure. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then we've got... So that's time for 10 more years of adventures. Exactly. But if we're talking canonically, mm-hmm. the next movie in the series is The Scorpion King 2 Rise of the Warrior from 2008, which is a prequel to this movie. I see. So we're two prequels deep here, Mason. I now, did not know that. That's fascinating. No, it's not. Now, if you wanted to continue, say, the Scorpion King franchise, sure. mm-hmm. you, you would then watch the Scorpion King, the one we've just watched. Mm-hmm. Then you watch the Scorpion 3, Battle of, for Redemption. Then you watch the Scorpion King 4, Quest for Power from 2015. Then you watch the Scorpion King Book of Souls. Assignment, Miami Beach. <laughs> I didn't have time to get it in. <laughs> It's a shame. I wish I could edit it in, but I yeah. can't. Wait, does this have the same number of sequels as the Police Academy series? Oh, that's uh, that's five. Okay. That's from 2018. Uh-huh. And then you watch The Mummy Returns, which comes see, after that. Okay, so that's six. Yeah. So that's City Under Siege, I mean, which means you... The Mummy 2 is Mission to Moscow, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then we're out of sequels, <laughs> I'm afraid to say. <laughs> I mean, you could count The Mummy 3. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, but apparently, and I, I went down Reddit rabbit holes, and I also went to jokes.com.au. Uh-huh. Did you ask scriptwriter David Hater? I did. Also the voice of Solid Snake? What's going on there? I don't know, but I'm glad he's got two careers. That's Me fun. Too. Well, he did have the Solid Snake, then they gave it to Kiefer Sutherland for some reason, oh, didn't they? Oh, well, then I'm glad he's got this backup career. Maybe he should do 24. Just be like, now I'm Jack Bauer. Keith, yeah. Keith, you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm calling you Keith now. <laughs> That's right. His name's Kiefer, isn't it? <laughs> I meant to say Keith. <laughs> Oh, sure, 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 sure. Keith. Because they're, like, they're friends. Yeah, that sounds like an Australian name as well. Mm. It's my mate Keith. But apparently, it doesn't answer... None of these movies answer the question as to why he turned into this warlord that we see in The Mummy Returns. Yeah, right. Like, in this, at the end, he's like, now I'm the best. And the sorcerer's like, well, not, nothing happens forever. And he's mm. like, yeah, ah, I reckon I'll be the best forever. I'm never going to eat a scorpion and turn into an immortal <laughs> scorpion warrior. How about this? Long lost half-brother. Yeah, they could do that. That actually was a theory that was posited, mm. that this is actually the father or a descendant of the Scorpion King that we see. Interesting. But it doesn't line up. I looked into it. It's just okay. nonsense. It's a nonsense theory for idiots. Great. Yeah. That's what I'm aiming for every time. Do you like nonsense for idiots, though? Yes, it's I just said I did. Good, because it's green trivia time. I'm loving it. Yeah, here we go. Now, during the sword fight between Balthazar and Matthias, mm-hmm. uh, that's The Rock and Michael Clark Duncan, the sword breaks. Oh. Swords break. And Michael Clark Duncan and Dwayne Johnson turn their heads away from the shards. In the special features, Mason, mm-hmm. in the special features, Mason, <laughs> John- just doubling down, all right. Johnson confessed that the swords actually broke and the very sharp shards could have hurt them. They chose to keep it in. 
as improvised. Incredible. I know. Mm. And then they space jumped and they were in a car wash. What are you getting all these cars washed? <laughs> the mayor's coming to get them. <laughs> we improv, Mason. This, mm-hmm. this is great. So this is Bill Hader. Obviously, he's done a lot of things, but more recently, Barry, he's, he's, he's been known for. He's getting a lot of kudos. How does Bill Hader tie into this? Well, this was his last film as a production assistant. This was his oh. job for the longest time. Crazy. So he freelanced on several films and television projects, and he quit working after 20 hours straight one day on the film's, on the film's mystery Mezza set in California. He was like, I don't want to, I hate movies. Huh. I will not do movie, this, this movie stuff anymore. Mm. Yeah. Now, in the DVD commentary, which I definitely listened to, The Rock incorrectly calls Branscombe Richard Branscombe Richards, which is ridiculous, right? Because it's Branscombe Richmond. (laughs) Well, that. And also because anybody who knows Branscombe Richards, like... Richmond. Richmond. Richmond's. Richards. It's Richards. Is it? No, it's Branscombe Richmond. Yes, you're right. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'll start that whole thing again. Okay, But I'll leave this part in for the extended. So people go, wow. They're human just like us. Mm. Um, so in the DVD commentary, Mason, Go The on. Rock incorrectly calls Branscombe Richmond Branscombe Richards, which is ridiculous because to his friends, Branscombe Richmond is actually named Blue Harvest. That's what they call him. Nice. Now, he Good was work. named after uh, – it's actually a fun little in-joke. I don't know if you know this, but the working title for the original Star Wars, mm-hmm. it wasn't Branscombe Richmond. Oh. It was, it was Blue Harvest, and that happens to be how we got that particular name. I'm fascinated to how you're going to keep this bit going for the rest <laughs> of our lives. <laughs> I'll just get sick of it and stop doing it. Oh, yeah, that's But then everyone true. will keep doing it in mm-hmm. the comments. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dwayne Johnson. Remember we talked the Rock. About, that's right. Remember nice. we talked about salary. Yeah. He earned $5.5 million for this, which was a Guinness Book of Records record... For most money given to a Scorpion King guy. (laughs) For the highest salary. Well, yes, probably, considering who they cast in the later ones. For the highest salary for a first-time leading man. Interesting. Fantastic stuff, Mason. Mm. Now, you might be like, well, did this pay off at the box office? Sort of. Moderate hit, Mason, which is why they all went to (laughs) DVD afterwards. Mm -hmm. Uh, It cost $60 million, all those tarps and such. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, But it only made 180.6, which is... Okay. Yeah. For the time, these days, flop. Yeah, you'd, if you made this and then made that money, you'd, you'd have to kill yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. I'm a bit, I like his big sword. I like his big curved scimitar kind of sword. It's, yeah. I like that. Anyway, do you wish there were more Scorpion King movies? Do you wish they were doing a, a reboot or a requel, if you will? This feels like a cursed monkey paw situation. But mm-hmm. yes, I wish there were more sequels. <laughs> Well, in November of 2020, Mason, mm. a reboot for the Scorpion film series was announced to be in development. Jonathan Herman will serve as screenwriter with the plot taking place in modern day. What? They're Tom Cruise the mummying it, Mason. They're the end of Dracula unholding it, James. They're bringing monsters to the present day, Mason. Aye, werewolves of London. That's right. So they're bringing uh, a contemporary adaptation of the Scorpion King mm. to the world, apparently. The Scorpion Kings are going to be drinking a pina colada at Trader Vic's. His <laughs> ponytail was perfect. <laughs> a little reference to the song Werewolves of London. <laughs> Very good. That's my gift to you. Uh, Dwayne Johnson, it doesn't look like we'll start at this point because he's playing another like Egyptian-esque kind of guy at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But will serve as producer. Mm. Wow. Mason, now... Do you uh, feel like that I gobsmack, I stand alone in saying that I, this isn't, it's okay? I thought it was a bit of fun. Mm. I'll, probably, I'll never watch it again, but I'm like, this was a bit of fun, light entertainment. What do you think about that? Yeah, yep, yeah, all right. Yeah. I good, mean, good natured, mostly. 
Yeah, you know? I, yeah, I don't know. It just it just felt toothless and kind of flat. I think maybe it's because it was more like a like a. It felt like just a just a fun times past adventure that wasn't all grubby and gross like a Game of Thrones or something like that. <laughs> okay, it just sure. felt like a breath of fresh air. It was like, oh, we're having an adventure in the desert and there's not all the Game of Thrones stuff. You know? <laughs> no one's all getting, that stuff. No one's getting their eyes slashed out yes. or anything. Okay, fair enough. Great, great, great. Anyways, this is Caravan of Garbage. Uh, we actually do this too often every week, don't we? <laughs> yes, we do. On a Tuesday. Uh, ben and Lawrence do the edit. They do such a wonderful job. And I just want to say, if you want to see these early Mason, you can if you head over to bigsandwich.co where early videos go up, there's, we do bonus movie commentaries, there's bonus podcasts, a bunch of exclusive stuff. But if you're like, I don't want to pay for jack shit and mm. fuck you. Yeah. But I still want to hear yeah. things. Yeah. But I still want to hear things that you say. Uh, you could actually, uh, we've got a podcast called The Weekly Planet. It comes That's out right. every Monday. If you want to know our thoughts on uh, Dwayne Johnson is... Um, Mr. Blackout. He's a superhero now. We, we'll, we'll be talking about that mm. one, won't we? That's right. And no doubt comparing it to this. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, and here's a hint towards next week. Whoa. Scorpion King prequel, Mason? I mean, I guess. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> okay. Let's do a different thing. We could do the rundown. We, are, we doing, are we doing The Rock still? Not necessarily. It mm. is the spookiest time of the year, and I'm not just talking about tax yeah. time. What if we did, like, uh, Interview with the Vampire and then its sequel? <laughs> I'm sure. Okay. All right. Great. <laughs> we'll, we'll think about it. We'll figure something out. All right. Thanks, everybody. Grab that, Jim. You guys, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. A standalone. Oh, that's Godsmack. Yeah. Yeah, I was never familiar with Godsmack. They, As oh, you know, I'm a uh, I'm a more of a stained guy. Oh, okay. I'm a stained man, James. It's been it's been a while since you've mentioned that, mate. Look at all my stained merch. Look at all my <laughs> look at all my stained t-shirts. You you just spilt things on them. They're like pasta and coffee. And Still things. counts, man. <laughs> they used this song actually in the Prince of Persia too, uh, oh. the Warrior Within, because mm-hmm. he also stood alone. He had to infiltrate a big whirling castle and whatever. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Dahaka. Anybody cool. know this? This won't be in the, in the in the shorter one. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50-80% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.